welcome back to Pals Watch Friends. I'm Aaron. Where's Greggy? I'm here too. Good morning. Oh, I'm glad you're here. I thought you might be at the business end of one of your um, distant friends as they give birth in the most intimate moment of their life. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, or fortunately for this record, none of my friends or acquaintances were giving birth today, so I didn't need to be in the hospital waiting. No, no, of course not. I've, I've managed to steal myself away from my um, third cousin's neighbour's, let's face it, vagina. <laughs> now, that is the first thing, it is the first thing that jumped out at me. We, we will run through the episode in a minute but obviously as we are inferring here we've got all of the friends it's it's the one with uh not the ick factor i'm on the wrong page it's the one with the birth so it's it where carol um goes into labor and who does sorry carol carol yeah does that mean does that mean ross is having a baby ross is having a baby gulp oh. stare into the distance shake his head gulp again <laughs> wow something like that um and uh yeah that but, i mean i know it's called friends and they want all the friends to be involved but all the friends could have been involved you know having their own little caper in the apartment or something and like checking in with ross well, like, every time we've had a scan or anything like that it's been ross carol and um the other one. Who's the other one? Susan. Susan. So uh, we could have had that, but no, instead we've got the whole gang hanging around in the waiting room. Yeah, they're all um, they're all glory supporters, mate. They weren't bothered in all of that. They didn't want to be there when it was hard work. That's they're right. Only there, they're only showing up at the cup final. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. It. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Good analogy. Um, so I'll, I'll run us through it, if you like. Oh yeah, go for it. I mean, we've pretty much done it. So we've got, we are, we we open at the hospital. They've they've last, the last scene of the last episode. They were on the way to the hospital, so we're there now. They're all in the waiting room. Carol's not quite there, but then she arrives a little bit late, so that gives us a bit of time for Ross to spin out a bit. Um, Joey meets another pregnant lady at the hospital she's not got her baby's father with her so he helps her through the birthing process um rachel tries it on with some cute doctors again we have a baby Ta-da! <laughs> that's it really Very isn't good. it yeah i've got to i want to start with something different mm, um okay so this this might not work mate it might not but, okay, um, good. I'm, you know, I'm willing to give it a go. Um, <laughs> hey, but, what I mean, I do, what, what's going to... We've been doing it for 23, seri- uh, 23 episodes, doing something that... Or 24 episodes, something that might work and probably won't. So let's just yeah. go for it. So, hey, sauve. Ha ha. Right. Um, we're going to do word association, right? Okay. Now, the reason we're going to do word association is because... I've wrote one very particular note about one of the characters, and I want to see if it's the first thing that you think of as well. All right? Okay. So, just for this episode, okay? Just for the Mm -hmm. episode, I'm going to say the name of a thing or a person, and I want you to just say the first thing that comes into mind. Ready? But only based on this episode that I've just watched. Just this episode. If I say Chandler and you say vestibule, you failed. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I'm just doing the one. 
Phoebe. Uh, guitar. Uh, see, so yeah, I've got feet off the sofa. Feet off the sofa? Oh, why did you well, have a... She has sat playing that guitar <laughs> in the waiting room. With her, she sat on the arm of the chair with her feet on the chair for ah. the whole thing. And it made me furious. I thought, you, there would be hospital people running around going, get your fucking feet off that chair, woman. Well, the the thing that stood out to me, the reason I said guitar, not because she's got the guitar, which she has. She's obviously taking the guitar to the waiting room in case they get bored and they need to listen to some really shit music. Yeah. But the, the reason I say guitar is specifically <laughs> the moment that stood out to me is when she's playing said shit music. And yeah. I knew that it'd get you back up because she does the thing where she's playing half a chord. I'm not even sure if it's a real chord. Mm. And then, no. so it's strum, strum, strum. And then she literally lifts her hand off the neck of the guitar, like opens all her fingers up, and then carries on strumming as if that's then the second chord, which is actually nothing. Okay. So you can have alternative tunings that would give you an open chord. You could play it in open E, for example, where yeah. you would strum openly and that would be a full chord, or a chord at least. Um, she isn't doing that. She's just not playing that guitar, mate. She's doing. She's playing the guitar, and then they've dipped that audio out and put someone else playing the guitar over the top of it. Just teach her three chords. Yeah. La 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 la. Status quo made a whole career. Exactly. Decades and decades, and they only needed three, so she could have done three. I'm sure. Yeah. It can't be beyond her. No. Right. What did you think about this episode in general? Um, um, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I, I didn't hate it, but I, don't, I also didn't like it very much. Like, it, there was a lot of things that I remember where I went like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, Joey ends up sort of being a birthing partner for a woman. And I, I always remember going, I, like, when I've seen this, let's say six, seven years ago, going, oh, look, it's the woman out of King of Queens is making a small role in Friends, ha-ha. And she's like, really, really New York accent. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, it makes Janice sound like the Queen. Yeah, um, she's definitely, this is the Bronx or Brooklyn, like, somewhere uh, like that. Yeah. It's real hard. It's really, it's a really heavy accent. Um, oh, oh, trivia time, she auditioned for the role of Monica. Imagine how different that could have been. Oh, wow, yeah. Very different. I don't like that. Um, so, yeah, like, I remembered that, and I quite liked... Like, Joey was all right in that role. I quite liked him sort of weirdly having to step up to the plate. Like, it it was stupid, because it all takes part... It, it takes place in about eight minutes of an episode. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't do, like, a Ross, like, a gulp emotional moment he's just like he sort of accidentally finds himself having to like step up as a bloke for temporarily and I thought, mm-hmm. oh, that was quite nice i, I like that mm-hmm. um i agree i didn't like any of the rachel stuff because the doctor's a dick okay i uh, i liked his opener i thought he came in really I knew strong you would. Oh, i knew you would and i hated it like because it was really dad jokey but like in a he's like hey are we having a baby? We're nine months pregnant, so we're well on the way. I liked it because it was so unrealistic that it almost, it reminded me that this is a comedy. 
like it wasn't it wasn't trying to be the soap opera sort of angle that friends goes for sometimes yeah, maybe, it was yeah. it, it was, was a character pure, wasn't it yeah it was pure comedy like the, a doctor would not walk in and do this and if he did it would be a bit awkward because he's in a very intelligent man it wouldn't be like this sort of goofy well delivered line and i kind of, i liked it because i went oh yeah we're in a comedy that's right but mm. i did like this episode i'm gonna have to put it out there no go on go on that's fine. i think i think it might have been my favorite episode of the series oh really wow yeah that's strong talk um because i think we had some genuine jokes in there now don't ask me to repeat too many of them because I, bizarrely although i did enjoy it i've only written a few notes down like three or four notes but i suppose maybe that is because i was too busy watching it rather than actually picking fault and writing notes yeah but... maybe uh, so i mean we I suppose we we could get there now. There's no schedule for what we have to do. It's the first episode where there's been a real fight for best friend in my head. Not for me, but I thought best pal. I, I, I agree. I, I thought the same about best best pal. I've got. I've written found. Excuse me. I've written down four contenders for best pal. And now I'm not uh, saying. No, I'm not saying it was I a close call. Well, I'm saying we. I'm not saying it was a close call, but I'm saying we had. We had contenders. Some weeks we've had no one involved, but we've had. Yeah, that's true. I'll, I'll give Joey's you the disembodied of... hair and stuff like that. We've had to give it to yeah. beer bottles. Yeah, <laughs> <Song>. so, <laughs> I've written four down. I'll give them you as soon as you you didn't have any, and then, then we can sort of pick our way through that and and talk about their their role in this episode. So we've got the doctor. Yeah. We've touched on the doctor. Yeah. Okay. Sarcastic, funny doctor with all of his jokes. Yeah, loses it a bit at the end because he's a bit weird and a bit pathetic, isn't he? In the end, with like basically saying that he struggles to have a girlfriend because he looks at vaginas all day, and then he when yeah, he gets home at night, he can't really be bothered. Me and you are at total odds with him. So at that point, that's where he pulled around for me. I mean, I remember, I remember the conversation. Like, this is an episode that I've, I've seen before, like a couple of times. So I know the, I sort of know the broad strokes of what's going to be said. Mm-hmm. But um, in the in his intro when he comes in, and then when he's like, oh, so there's when they're chatting over. Uh, Carol given birth and he's talking about Paris <laughs> like yeah. that I'm like I don't like you at all and I, I went to write down the note like he said something like oh there was this really nice little uh, pastry place right by my hotel I thought like could you not have tried harder with Paris other than pastries like it, it riled me up so hard that I was like <laughs> genuinely trying to pick faults in throwaway lines and then when he went to that bit, I was like, "Yeah, fair enough. That's that's a good gag. I could I could have that as a character. Like, if if you made more of that bit at the end when he's saying to Rachel that basically he doesn't like banging because he spends all day doing what he does, yeah. I could see him as a recurring character. That would be good. <laughs> Imagine a program where like a really well-off and handsome, charming, funny doctor." can't like it's about his love life falling a bit because he can't stand being around women in that context like that is i think that's really funny i can yeah, see that i guess there. now you've pitched it to me in such a way i can see a spin-off i couldn't see it before but now yeah, i get yeah. that now like, i can't remember his name but you go like 
to, you know, oh, I've got an idea for sure. It's about this doctor, Dr. Kaufman, and he is uh, an OBGYN, and um, he's... We need a really... We're going to have to recast him because I thought this guy looked a bit weird. But we need, like, a really, really... He's quite tall. We need a tall, strapping, handsome doctor with good hair. And uh, he's funny. He's got good comedy timing. He's interesting. He's been to Paris. All right, I, I don't I don't see where the comedy's coming. Bear with me. He can't get, he can't get it up. <laughs> You've done it again. <laughs> Bag of cash goes on the table. Yeah, I think that would be really good. I see so, it now. I see it. Well, I've talked myself into the doctor now. Bear yeah. in mind, you know what I wrote about him is doctor is a dick anyway. So no, no, what, what you've done is you've talked yourself into a character you've created around the doctor, not the doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's you're, true. You've, you've you're giving... that a few. You did that a few weeks ago when you you gave your pal of the episode to a theoretical version of Phoebe that existed beyond the episode. <laughs> well, that's what you've done. You've given yeah, you've like given it. your best pal potentially to a doctor from a spin-off that doesn't yet exist. Yeah, I, I'm having it. Doctor Kaufman <laughs> wins. That's not even his name. Well, no, that was a weird thing. I heard his name about four times, and I, I actually said out loud to myself, "What's his name?" Because it was something I'm like... I'm just looking it up now. <laughs> it was something like Dr. Hoffman. And they kept, like, Doctor... like trailing off at the end and I could could never get it. <laughs> it's Dr. Franz Blau. <laughs> yeah, so they kept going, uh, yes, Dr. Franz Blau. And I was like, what, yeah. what was the last bit? Franz what? Blair? F-R-A-N-Z-B-L-A-U, Franz Blau. What a strange choice for a name. You can pick any name in the world. It is. Yeah. You're you're right in the character. You can pick any name. Why pick a really unrecognisable name? Thanks, Doctor Holden McGroin. We'll see you now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that name gets better for me every week. <laughs> and they're not even mentioning it. <laughs> Move on to next one. Potential pal, pregnant girl. So again, I think, uh, yeah. but we yeah, call Leah Remini is the actress. Uh, yeah. Remini, uh, Lydia, she's called apparently. Right. So good, just because of how again how brash she is. How she comes in to the waiting room. She's arguing with Joey about which yeah. basketball team's the best, and they kind of hit it off because they're almost like she's almost like a girl version of Joey. Yeah, yeah, she could easily be. Uh, we're skipping ahead a bit, but I think she could easily be like one of his sisters in the later yeah, series yeah, yeah, where like, yeah. they all rock up. Like, definitely, yeah, I can see that. Um, I don't know, but she's called Remini. Would that be a? Would that be an Italian name? Like, she could easily be just like she is basically an opposite of Joy, isn't she? So she's a female Joy who's about to have a baby. There's no dad on the scene. Joy yeah. somehow. Like steps up. Yeah, she was all right. She wouldn't win, win pal for me, but she was absolutely passable. Um, hey, I'll tell you who who surprised me though was spoiler alert: the absent dad does show up at the end. Um, I wasn't expecting like nice, like cardigan guy. Yeah, you expect rough leather jacket kind of. Well, a pro- pale version of her. Joy, yeah, <laughs> you expect yeah. other joy. 
Yeah, it was weird. It was like just a, a nice man shows up. And you're like, well, why is this nice man the absent father anyway? Yeah, and being described as a jerk or whatever. I don't want that jerk yeah. to know have anything to do with this. He seemed yeah. yeah he seemed... You don't um, you don't you don't dress the jerk in your episode in a nice cardigan. I don't think. Unless, I don't think anyone's done that. Unless so, leather jacket wearing, ripped jeans, gets off his motorcycle outside the hospital. He's uh, Fonz. Wanted by the, well, almost, but scruffier and dirtier. Wanted yeah. by the law, so doesn't want to yeah. go into the hospital in in all his glory because of the ah. CCTV cameras. Goes round the back of the hospital, finds cardigan-wearing man in wheelchair having a breath knocks fresh him air. Out. Knocks him out, takes his clothes, sorts his hair out a bit in the toilet, walks into the hospital so that no one recognises him. Right, okay, the show that he's got is called Dad on the Run, and it's, uh, you <laughs> know, the Band on the Run by yeah, yeah, yeah. Wings. Yeah. Dad, Dad on the Run. The run. I'm watching that show, definitely. <laughs> it's not as good as the Doctor one, but I tell you what, it's still better than Friends. That's a different angle, isn't it? It's not a comedy, this one, so much. It's more of a, yeah, it's more of a, I reckon it's more like a Breaking Bad type of situation. Do you think maybe we find out loads about the guy who was wearing the cardigan to begin with? We really start to, like, empathise and associate with him, and then Dad on the Run comes in and just beats the shit out of him and steals his clothes. Steals his <laughs> oh, no. cardigan. Oh, damn it. Go on, then give me another pal. Uh, breathe, 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 nurse. Oh, yeah. So, Do you know something about breathe, 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 nurse? Well, just for a bit of context, breathe, 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 nurse. Uh, firstly, she's with Carol um, and Susan and Ross and drops a couple of funny gags in there. And then, yeah. <laughs> then she reappears with Joey and his new friend, <clears throat> And drops a couple of gags there. And it's nothing much. Again, it's kind of hard-talking New York, middle-aged woman sort of talk. She could she could easily yep. carbon copy of the poker playing auntie from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, um, yeah. can you think of any other characters she's like? Um, probably a little bit like the, the lady that Joey's helping out, but 25 years older. Okay, what if I told you that the actress was Estelle, the agent to Joey? Ah, oh, that's it. Yeah, okay, that works as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is that the same so character? All... The same, the same no, actress? Same... Yeah, so by all accounts, in the one with the butt, where Joey is Al Pacino's butt double, mm-hmm. there, is, there was a deleted scene where she was Estelle. Right. Which would be her first appearance as Estelle. Then they used the same actress as Breathe, Breathe, Breathe Nurse, which I've wrote Breathe, Breathe, Breathe as well as you. That's um, right. Yeah, well, what else are you going to call her? She doesn't get a name. <laughs> but just um, nurse. Yeah, true, I've wrote that word as well. <laughs> um, so then she's nursey in this one, mm-hmm. and then she goes on to be Estelle again, but her thing's been cut. But yes, it's the same woman. That's good fact, good fact. Um, Anything yeah, to add on her? Because I liked her a lot. Yeah, she was all right. 
I think they must have they must have liked her a lot as well if then they've gone on to re recast her because they gave her the role of Estelle, deleted yeah. it to give her some seemingly a smaller bit part that should never reoccur in. And then they've obviously seen that performance and gone, right, was enough there, let's recast her as Estelle and then make her a recurring character. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. It's weird, because in my head, you make all the series, and then you edit all the series, and then you air all the series, but that's not how they must do it, because they made the one with the butt, then they cut her scene, Mm. then they went, well, we've still got this actress that we like, so let's put her in another role, because no one's seen it. Yeah, well, I mean, presumably, because they're recording it... How do you even make telly? Because they're recording it in front of a studio audience, I don't know whether they mm. whether they do it weekly or what. I don't know really. I've no idea. Or even nightly, but they're doing different episodes. I don't know. Are they filming it chronologically? I don't know. I've no idea. It baffled me though. Have we got one more pal there? I'm excited for this one. Yeah, this this is my winning pal. Okay. Of, of the episode, and this is he drops one line. And I'm going to give you that line now. Let me just get let me just get into character. <clears throat> okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Action. You forgot your legs. <laughs> yeah, I knew of him. <laughs> so this is the janitor that Ross, uh, Susan, Ross and Susan get chucked out of Carol's labour room because she's get, obviously getting stressed out. They're, them two are bickering all the time, so she throws them both mm. out. Um, they leave. They go into a. They get dragged into a closet by Phoebe, so Phoebe can tell them off for arguing all the time in front of all the babies and pregnant people. And then they get locked in the storeroom, and there's, they're trying to escape. Uh, they push Phoebe up into the air vent, and the legs are dangling down. Janitor comes in to open the door, and they go, "Oh, the door's open, Phoebs!" And they run off, and the legs are left dangling. And that is his one line that he delivers to. Rachel, uh, Ross and Susan as they're running off. Hey, you forgot your legs. Yeah, which I thought was great. I don't know. I, yeah, I like, yeah, I, I like the line. They didn't overdo it. It was good. So while they're in there, in that cupboard, um, uh, Phoebe puts on like the jumpsuit thing, which has the name tag on, and the name tag is Ben, and then that's what they call uh, the child. Mm-hmm. Um, did you clock what your janitor friend was called? No, I did try and check that out because presumably he wasn't Ben. Otherwise, no, he wouldn't have no, had his he own wasn't role. Ben. Yeah, he wasn't Ben. He had a he had a different name tag on his, and I went, "Oh, what is that?" And then looked and went, "What really?" Because in my head, that's not a name that they have in America. All right. It's, so it's in it, similar to like Colin, right? You like Colin only exists. Between the ages of uh, 31 and 46 in an office in England. <laughs> yeah. That's the only place that name's found. Like, yeah. That's where it belongs in the wild. Accountant. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, he's all right. Colin's all right. I've got an uncle, Colin, but yeah. he fits that criteria. He might be, he's older than 46, but, you know, like, yeah. he, he works in an office in England. <laughs> um, yeah. The janitor was called Gavin. Yeah, that is weird. Gavin. Gavin. 
Gavin. That's not. That's not it doesn't work. How, like they, they don't. They can't even pronounce the name Craig, who incidentally is another uncle of mine. <laughs> I don't know why it's the uncle episode, but like Craig. they say Craig, don't they? And it's yeah, it's weird. I've never heard of a Gavin in America. I can't think of any. Um, it doesn't feel right to me at all. In fact, it doesn't really feel right in English either, to be honest. It's not really a common name, is it? I don't don't suppose. Gavin. Uh, not anymore. I know a couple of Gavins. Well, I did, like when I was at school, there was some Gav. Gavs. Gav, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Gav, yeah. Gav. When, um, when I was like 18, 20, that sort of age, um, Gav it became a, a verb to to gav right um, mean that when when somebody was asleep or had you know had just done it at, at, at a party like you know they were gone they were off mm-hmm. the they were no longer uh, on the 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 board you would get their phone and you would go in their contacts and you would change everybody in their contacts to gav <laughs> <laughs> it's just chaos. Like, so you'd wake up and go, "Oh shit, I'm being gaffed." <laughs> that is good. That's better than shaving the eyebrows off somebody, which we used to be our little, um, our little joke in inverted commas when we were kids, which is an absolute. Yeah, I mean, you can nightmare. you can still do all of that. You can, but then like that's that's like deep. That's like later on, isn't it? Because you'd yeah, wake yeah. up, you'd go, "Oh my god, I feel awful." Oh my god, I've got no eyebrows. Oh my god, you've clearly drawn cartoon knobs all over my head. Uh, and then you'd go like, right, I'm going to have to go home now. And you'd look at your phone and go, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I need a taxi, but they're all called Gav. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, good, I good. Like I um, think on Gav, I think that for me, he's got the look of like a, you know, a comfortable old man, you know, like a really sweet, comfortable old man that that doesn't sort of if someone's been mean to him doesn't really realize it's going on and would just carry on being nice to that person so you'd ah uh, wholesome gav yeah well i don't but gav doesn't work for me for that gav's like a bit of a too like hey gav like it's too i don't know like uh either like you say either guy nerd in office or like greasy mechanic to me is gav like he looks more like a roger or a dennis uh, they're both English names. There's no. Are there any Dennis's? Oh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis in Sunny. It's always Sunny. Oh yeah. Right. I've googled Americans called Gavin, and <laughs> American famous people with the name Gavin. Here we go. Gavin Rossdale, British. John Gavin. Frank. No, this is first names. Oh, there's a singer-songwriter called Gavin DeGraw. You must uh, have heard of him. Yeah, he's a country singer. He's quite... Um, you, you know one of his songs? One of his songs was off one of those... You know, like the American versions of like Hollyoaks? Is it called OC or something like that? Yeah, yeah. I think he did the theme song for that, and you'd know it, and it's a really good song. Like, it's a quite... Um, it's like a poppy country song, but it's uh, really, okay. it's quite a good song. Okay, well, I'm going to do the same with um, best friend as you've just done with best pal. Okay. Um, I'll 
I'll accept Gav as your best pal. I won't argue with it, I don't think. I, I did smile. In fact, you know what? Actually, no, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to I'm going to give my best pal to the uh, you know Mr. Chips of um, catchphrase. Yeah, the blow up like the balloon that Joey brings yeah, yeah. to the woman that looks like Mr. Chips, and then he walks away and he holds his hand and walks off. That that balloon wins my best pal because I genuinely laughed because <laughs> it's, it's just funny. The, like I said, there was quite a few jokes in this episode, and I, I did enjoy it. There was also two quite honestly touching moments um, that helped win yeah. me around, and that was one of them. The so Joey goes to deliver a balloon, um, like a like a congratulations, congratulations, balloon, yeah, to the to the girl that he's been helping out, and he opens the door just a crack, and he notices that she's talking to the dad. So the dad's come back, and like they've sort of made up or whatever. Um, mm. Quite a sweet moment. He does the kind of uh, the kind of stare off into the distance, like, but he doesn't do the big gulp thing that Ross does and make a meal of it. He just kind of gives himself little, little, just a like, little corner smile. Hey, did Put, you used to watch um, Scrubs? Yeah, yeah. He does the bit. Yeah, if that yeah. rings any bells with you. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. the little tune they always used, and he sort of did a little send-up of it. Yeah, yeah I'd, I agree. I think he did a Ross better than Ross does. Yeah, absolutely. He didn't okay. over, didn't milk it. He just he little corner smile, hangs the balloons on the outside of the door handle, pulls the door back closed, and then just kind of. But then you say, like you say, it adds a little little bit of comedy, grabs a hold of the um, the inflatable. It's like a yeah, like an inflatable Mister Chips. That's yeah, weighed I... down at the ankles, so it's like just hovering over the ground. It's like and... a little little boy, little balloon yeah. boy. I liked yeah. it. Okay. I agree, and that is why Joey was my first nomination for Friend. But mm-hmm. he was pipped by what you're next going to say, which is your other sort of little emotional moment of the episode, which was mm-hmm. presumably Phoebe. Yeah, correct. So, so to be clear, is she got your best friend, or are you still listing nope. up? No, okay. this is so Joey's number one. Phoebe, sorry, Joey is number three, if you like, in third place. Okay. Phoebe beats him with this emotional moment, which is them in the cupboard. Um, Ross and Susan are fighting over every aspect of the child and the relationship with Carol and all the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And she goes... Like, oh, how lucky is this kid? You know, what? Do, oh, how lovely is this? How great is this? And she's like, what do you mean? Explain yourself, Phoebe. And she's like, oh, well, the, basically, the kid's not even here yet, and there's three parents fighting over who gets to love it the most. Like, I had such a hard life that I didn't even have one parent cobbled together out of all of the bits of parent that I had scattered about. Um, mm-hmm. What a lucky, lucky baby. And thought, yeah, yeah that's... Like, that was quite sweet. And then she says, she says the line, something along the lines of, "And this, this little baby um, has three parents that love it so much. They're arguing about who loves it the most, and it's not even and it's not even yet. born yet." Yeah. Which yeah, I thought was, was, I thought that whole thing was lovely. Like it really, honestly, did. I mean, it's not comedy, but it did really win me over. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Bit. It was nice. Well, that's what that's why she won second place. However, <laughs> my best friend for this week was Chandler because as you say this is meant to be a comedy yeah. and he did he did three 
jokes that I've wrote down. I'm, I've only sort of remembered this whilst looking at my notes. So one of them is, um, I think it's when they're in the waiting room. Someone says, let's go and get some coffee. And he like really offhand just goes, yeah, like we never do and do that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, good one. Because that is literally all you do. Very good. And That's then, been, a bit, been a bit self-aware, yeah. Yeah, and then there was um, Monica on the phone to her mum. Like the mum's checking in to see how Ross is, but simultaneously having a go at Monica for not she'll never have a child. Mm-hmm. And Chandler takes the phone off her, and I was expecting him to go like, "Hi, what is she called? Hi, Jack and Judy. Hi, Judy, it's Chandler." Because um, obviously he knows her, the, you know, he's Chandler's been best friends with Ross for all those years. But instead, mm. he just takes the phone off her and goes, <laughs> and then hangs up. <laughs> that was quite good, actually. <laughs> Final Chandler moment is in the cringy uh, credits scene where Ross is talking to baby Ben, direct to camera. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he said, ah. Oh, I might go away, but then I'll come back. And maybe I'll go away for a little bit, but then I'll come back. And, blah, blah, blah. and then Chandler comes on and goes, and if I want you, it's it's obviously it's a baseball thing. He goes, if I want you to steal third, I'll do this. And he does like the tugging on the cap, weird little gesture thing that like, yeah, yeah. think of Mr. Burns, you know, in the softball episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just one of them, like a load of gestures. And I thought, oh, I like that. That was funny. That saved that otherwise horrible scene. In fact, the note I've wrote is cringe in capital letters credit scene dot Chandler save. So therefore, Chandler gets my best friend for being the only person who remembers that this is meant to be a sitcom. (sighs) That has almost won me round because I've given it to Phoebe. For reasons above, but um, I'm going to have to stick with Phoebe. But I do understand your logic that that this is a comedy. But there was, I think, there was a splashing of comedy from most people today at some point, and but she just took it for me. I really, I really liked that emotional moment. I liked it. All right. So that won it for me this on this occasion. Phoebe for you, Chandler for me. What did you make Um, of that? Of that of that that outro. So we're, we've got point of view of baby Ben. So we're just we're looking straight up, and we've got Ross leaning over us, doing what you've just described, and then all the other gang are there as well, goo goo gaga and all that with the baby. I thought it could have worked, but it went on for too long. Yeah, it went on for literally two and a half minutes. Um, yeah. And so I hated it, but also they did try to make like a little self-aware joke about it by going um, like, oh, look, he's blinking. And then the camera would sort of go black and then open back up again. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it didn't land for me. I I really didn't like it, mate. um, I I didn't mind it for a minute. Like there was no need for it and I didn't particularly like it, but I understood it. And then... For a minute, and then the extra minute and a half was a minute and a half too long. There was no need for it. Yeah, I um, I agree. It could have been a little, it could have been a little bit like, oh look, something a little bit different. But mm-hmm. like, no, it did just go on too long. Um, 
Give us a rating for the episode out of Six Friends, mate, and then I've got a little bit of trivia for you. Okay, my rating is going to be a hefty four out of six. Oh, that four is doing some heavy lifting. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go three. Um, yeah, three. It was all right. It was. It had its good moments, but it also had its bad, and I don't... Like I said to you at the beginning, like I didn't hate it, but I also didn't particularly like. I, like, I wouldn't be tempted to rewatch this ever. No, I mean I can't remember this episode. I think that's what helps me with some of these because you said you've already yeah. seen this episode. No, I haven't. Like, I probably have, but I certainly couldn't remember ever seeing it. So yeah, it was like watching it with virgin eyes for me, and I didn't. I don't mind that. Maybe it's um. Maybe it's a weighted four, then. It's a, it's actually a three, but because you've never seen it, it gives you a little boost. Yeah, I think that's it. Maybe you're standing on the shoulders of um, that suit model again. Um, we need to, we need to remember, yeah, we need to remember her name because I mention her quite a bit because I think <laughs> she's important. Yeah, or at least come up with a name for her. I'll, I'll go back and I'll find out at least her first name. And then okay. I could just... I think she had a complicated surname. Um, right, mate, trivia time. Okay. Uh, this is the first episode not to feature Central Perk and Monica in Rachel's apartment. Okay. Which would also mean old Gunthy, not there. That's quite right, yeah. It's a shame he wasn't like... They didn't like... I don't know, he didn't bring them some takeaway coffees or something. That would have been a good gag. Like... Oh. Do you want to get some coffee? Uh, Joey um, Chandler goes, yeah, because that's not what we do every day or whatever he says, the line that you said before. And then then we all think they're going to the cafe, but then next scene, Gunther rocks up because they've called him for some takeaway coffees. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That would be good. God, we've... We should have been (laughs) right at this. Ah, Right, okay. Um... In, I think it was the last episode, the one with the ick factor. Is that the one mm-hmm. just before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she, Monica says that she's 26 when she's, um, you know, when she's banging that young lad. Yeah, yeah. But in this episode, she's banged on that she's 25 years old. That's right. Can't to be having that. mother as well. So presumably she's not lying to a mother because a mother would know, presumably. Oh, yeah. I think she's just lying full stop. She must have been lying then, to the dude, but why would she lie to him? Because she was trying to make out as if she was younger, not older. So they, they don't remember what they've done. <laughs> Literally from week to week, because this was last yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and then finally, mate. Um, so, director James Burroughs mm-hmm. says that this episode was originally planned to be the series finale. Now, I don't know what happens next episode. I've not looked at what that is, right? But no. I did think that at the end. I thought, surely the natural conclusion to this season is mm. Ross stops doing all them stupid gulps and actually becomes a dad. Yeah. Because that's, that's what we've been building up for. We've had two running threads, really, which is Monica... Um, Rachel and Ross, or Rachel, or Ross's baby. Yeah. They've been the two well, consistent threads since the episode one, more or less, to episode 23. So if you don't want to conclude the Ross and Rachel thread because you want to have something for people to come back to, then the only other natural conclusion is the baby. 
Well, he said that viewers cared more about the fate of Ross and Rachel's relationship than the baby, and it was moved to be the penultimate episode of the season. Now, I would disagree with James Burroughs, just saying that I personally don't give a shit about Ross and relationship, <laughs> Rachel's relationship right now. Um, but also, I don't know how you... Like, you remember the episode where Rachel has just broken up with Paolo, and... Yep. 20 seconds later, Ross is in there like a vulture with a hard on. (laughs) How do you... Yeah, how do you... I'm suggesting to you that if Ross and Rachel have known each other since they were like 14, right, even if Rachel was the cool girl and Ross is the nerdy one, right? Yeah. The least likely time for this relationship to find its, like, its moment, its goal is immediately after he's had a baby, when hopefully you would like to think he's got something else on his mind. Yeah. So that is, I mean, I'm not saying it's a teaser for next week, because i got a clue what happens. I can't yeah. remember how to do that. But I'd like to, I'm interested to see next week's episode with the caveat that Ross has just had a baby is the backdrop for everything. So they're essentially, is Rachel going to chat him up in the hospital corridor. Is that going to be it? I mean, seemingly in this episode, she didn't give a shit about Ross at all. Like, there was no... There's, You know how... Because he does, like, the little... Like, she'll say something, uh, uh, you know, about another bloke, and he'll sort of huff up and walk off and shake yeah. his head and all that. She doesn't do any of that. She's not given us any indication that she's interested in it in any way, shape, or form at any point. Yeah. It's it's all one way, isn't it? This will yeah. they won't they? It's so it, it's, it can't be too hard in the next episode. It can't be Rachel suddenly going, "My God, I'm in love with you," because she's showed no interest whatsoever for six mm. months. Watching this for now, six months, literally six months. Yeah. Um, so it isn't will they won't they? It's can he? Can he? Will he? Should he? Probably not. Definitely not. But he will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness um, me. Is that us? I think that's us, yeah. Uh, I feel like, although the episode was a three, I've enjoyed talking about it more than I enjoyed watching it. Well, that's always a positive. I've, I found... I've had 500% more chuckles talking about it than watching it. Which is not a good reflection on the creators of this program. <laughs> I do always struggle with when I've enjoyed the episode. I do instru- I do struggle more with content because I do enjoy. It is Marmite. I do enjoy hating it. Yeah, that's yeah. not the Marmite. That's not the Marmite catchphrase. No, Marmite. <laughs> you enjoy it's... hating it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it nearly is. <laughs> it's not far um, off. Their ad campaign is essentially, we acknowledge that 50% of the world hates this. <laughs> Fortunately for us, 50% of the it's world spread. love it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately for friends, 50% of this podcast don't love it. Only there's <laughs> less than 50% of this podcast love it, unfortunately, yeah. this podcast. Yeah. Um, well, well, I'm excited to only have one more episode left of this season, and then mm-hmm. I'm hoping we are looking up to um to season two should, we should probably set out what we're going to do really um i think we should probably mention it again next week because I, are people listening this far who knows um 
But oh, I barely am. I, but yeah, I think we're gonna. We've obviously got the final episode next week, mm-hmm. and then we'll do a season wrap up. I think. Yeah. Um, we'll have a bit of a quiz and get get our stats out again. Yeah, I'm ready for the quiz. Yeah, I'm. I'm I've been prepping. And then um, are we gonna are we gonna have a couple of weeks off? Little bit of a, a little bit of a mental break for uh, for season two. Yeah, and then we'll yeah we'll we'll have a yeah couple of weeks or something off, and then we'll 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 yeah we'll fly back in and and let's see if your optimism is founded, cool or not. I feel I feel like you're teeing yourself up for a bigger fall, but we'll, we'll, I know we'll I know I think it, it is like um, I should stop saying that season two is going to be better. <laughs> really, yeah. shouldn't I? Because <laughs> there's, yeah, well, there's been no evidence. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, I don't. Well, I've not called you out to say you should stop saying that because I've been quietly smirking away to myself, thinking he's teeing himself up for a harder fall. And yeah. as any good friend would, I'm looking forward to seeing that fall. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So, thank you very much for listening once again. That was oh, episode yeah. 23. Um, we will see you next week for episode 24. The Friends the one, season finale. The one where he will. The one where he will. Is that what it's called? No, no. That's just what oh. I've called. <laughs> yeah. The one, oh, sorry. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. The one where he does. The one where he probably shouldn't. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much, Aaron. I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.